The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to The Real Deal with Danielle Delaney. In the next hour, you'll hear from some phenomenal people and healthcare leaders and learn how their challenges became opportunities. Our goal is to show you how you can positively influence your own life experience and purpose and achieve success. And now, here is your host, Danielle Delaney. This is your host, Danielle Delaney, and welcome. This is The Real Deal with Danielle Delaney. And today, the spotlight is on Erica Spiegelman, author of Rewired, A Bold New Approach to Addiction and Recovery. And she has quite an introduction here. I'd like to tell you about her. Erica is an addiction and wellness expert and specialist. She's a motivational speaker and an author who works with individuals, couples, and families on personal growth and overall wellness. In April 2015, Erica Spiegelman published Rewired, a Bold New Approach to Addiction and Recovery, which is based on her own experience with addiction and recovery. Rewired offers a completely new treatment path that focuses on how individuals can rewire their brains, change their behavior, and bring about positive change in their lives. Praised by both experts in the field and thousands of readers working to get on the road to recovery, Rewired debuted as Amazon's number one new release among drug and alcohol addiction books, and Erica is a frequent contributor to online health outlets and TV news shows. She was recently interviewed by the Huffington Post. She writes for Maria Shriver and has appeared on Fox News, Good Morning San Diego, and San Diego Living. In addition to her frequent appearances on the Dr. Drew Show and, and Mike, Dr. Drew and Mike podcast, pardon me, and Sirius XM's Clean Radio, Erica hosts Rewired Radio every Friday on Radio MD. And in 2016, Erica appeared on Keeping Up with the Kardashians to help the world's most famous family learn how to communicate more openly and be more present with each other. Erica regularly appears at leading recovery conferences, including Innovations in Recovery, The Evolution of Recovery, and Tommy Rosen's Recovery 2.0 Global Online Conference. In addition to her work as an author, counselor, and media contributor, Erica works with several treatment centers in California, including Rebo's Treatment Center, Clean Treatment Center, Beit Tu Shuba, and she's amazing. Erica, welcome to my show. I'm delighted to have you. Thank you. Wow, what an introduction. (laughs) Well, you've got a lot of experience, and I I really, really am just so pleased to have you here. It's my honor and my pleasure. Oh, it's my pleasure, and yes, I'm, I'm so excited to be here today with you. I'm so glad that you could make it. And tell me about your book. I'd like to know pretty much the how and the what and the why of creating it and what exactly is your modality in Rewired mm-hmm. and how did you begin writing it? Yeah, well, well, thanks for asking because it, it is important that the readers understand the backstory a little bit. Um, I felt that there was really not much out there in the world of, of recovery that, that offered people an individualized path. Um, to figure out like what's you know what's what's going to work for them how they're wired because I think each one of us depending on our background our demographic where we were raised our family our trauma you know we all 
we're all kind of made up differently, so we need a different path towards health, towards wellness. Mm-hmm. So I really wanted to give mm-hmm. my um, readers a, a way, almost like I, I provide the ingredients and you create your recipe. And it's really about training your brain for healthier habits. Um, and, and with that being said, a lot every chapter I discuss and a lot of the work that I do do is about getting back to our core values, authenticity, honesty, um, love, healthy relationships, time mm-hmm. management skills, things that, you know, yeah, you could put down the drink of the drug, but after that happens and you're abstinent, <laughs> now we have to start looking at the behaviors, you know, so exactly. how do we change those? Yeah, exactly. So important. And I'd like to talk to you a little bit more about that. I'd like to get deeper into your modalities and the methodology of Rewired. And I know there's physical components, psychological components, like you just mentioned, authenticity and honesty. And I've read your book and I found it fascinating. And I think that one of the things that people would love to hear about is talking about some of that self-examination. I think it can, the book can benefit everyone in my opinion, but who is your mm-hmm. ideal target audience, would you say? The target audience would probably mm-hmm. be people, um, families of people that are recovering or, or people that are actually in recovery that have taken the first steps to be abstinent, um, people mm-hmm. that are in early, early stages of, of treatment right now, people that have been sober for 10 years but yet still feel like they need a little tune-up. Um, it, it really, it applies to anybody. I mean, a lot of the readers that, are, that have reached out to me were going through divorce or they're dealing with cancer or they, they've gone through some kind of dark period of time where they really have lost mm. touch with themselves. So I do feel mm-hmm. like that speaks to a lot of people too that really just want to reconnect with themselves and to create new pathways. I mean, that's the most important part of anybody trying to change their life is really understanding that we're soft-wired and we could create new pathways at any moment, like at any moment, if you want to choose today to start creating mm-hmm. a new habit, it will start today. And that's the brilliant hope that, that hopefully people come away with. Um, it, it just in general about your, your life and changing it for the better is that, that there is hope and you can do it at any moment. Amazing. The brain is so adaptable if you will use it that way. And I want yes. to talk a little more about, yes, it is. And the, and the time management, I know I've told you before that that actually helped me immensely. Mm-hmm. And I think it can, it helps a lot of my clients. I give them your books as a source of referrals for their recovery. And time management is such an important thing. And I'd like to have you talk a little bit about that living in harmony with time that you speak about and how people pleasing contributes to the issues and the natural rhythm of time. I'd love to hear more about that. Yeah, well, um, thank you for, you know, utilizing the information that I give. But, you know, I think there's a lot to be- I think there's a lot to be really learned about yourself through examining, taking a look at where you put your time, where you spend your time, and who you spend it with. So, like you said, it's it's really important that the awareness is there, A. So, first of all, I have my clients usually Mm -hmm. write down, um, uh, they'll they'll draw a big circle, like a pie chart usually works the best for them. And I Mm -hmm. I have them, Mm -hmm. you know, clearly draw out how much time they need for sleep, an adequate amount of time, hopefully, um, you know, <laughs> when they eat, exercise, if they go to work, if they are in school, mm-hmm. depending on what, what's going on in life, just to chart out really, you know, how much time we do need. I always try and encourage my clients to have an hour of healthy solitude for themselves, whether that's exercising or meditating or reading, but mm-hmm. just some healthy time to themselves so that they could hear their thoughts and they're not always tuning out or distracting because we don't want someone to be 
super, super busy all the time to the point where their plate's so full they become overwhelmed and stressed out that they will turn to something negative again. And then we don't want people also that have nothing to do where they feel like they have no routine and they have no schedule. Right. Routine is really helpful in, in rewiring your brain. So um, I, I always encourage people to just draw out a pie chart like that, chart your time. Okay. And then take a look, especially at what's going on these days with social media and computers and technology, how much time we spend on that, how much time we spend mm-hmm. watching television, um, mm-hmm. things that, that we could, like, what is something where you lose your track of time, and we really have to be, start to be more, more mindful of that. So I, I think that's a, a really good way for people to start. That is important. And there's a natural rhythm, like we have our natural circadian rhythm. Some of us are night people, some of us are morning people. But I would think mm-hmm. getting some structure going, just a little structure, a little bit of, of that repetition of routine has to be very helpful. Yes. And that's found from reading your work. I thought a lot about the natural rhythms of time and then the micro actions that you talk about. If you can speak about that a little bit, because you talked about that we need to take an X-ray of our broken schedule, which I thought was brilliant. Because what, like you wrote, if we can find out where the, origi- where the injury originates, in our time mm-hmm. management, then you can find where the issue is and we can produce results. So if you could talk a little bit so that other people can learn what I learned from you about the micro actions in time management that produce results, how do you do that? How does someone utilize that? Well, I mean, just for example, tell me about, well, what has helped you? I just want to give the audience like an example of what has helped so you. Even, even just say that I'm overwhelmed by my closet. If I'm overwhelmed by my closet, I'm overwhelmed by the mail. Those are things that don't stop. Mm-hmm. You know, you're all constantly changing clothes, going to meetings, and the mail is always going to come every day. That's why people go postal, quote unquote. It never ends. Right. So those are things that I can't get on top of some of the time. And reading your book and being someone in recovery myself, I realized I was trying to do all things at all times, and I'd have to mm-hmm. break it into smaller tasks, like uh, mm-hmm. maybe allotting 15 minutes to my closet in the morning. So that I'm not just throwing things right. in there, but I'm actually hanging them up. And then maybe 15 minutes to returning calls and scheduling counseling sessions and confirming. Right, and then exactly. 15 minutes to the mail and just making sure it's all mm-hmm. open, even if I don't get to all of it, but that it's open so that later when I have 15 minutes, I can take everything out and look at it. And it honestly uh-huh. helped me so much just reading about the, the micro, micro actions and just yes, letting yes. myself I'm so happy. I have Thank this you. amount of time. Yeah, it helps. Yeah. So tell me more about that. And I, well, no, that? yeah, it's, it's, it's so helpful to hear your experience. That's why I asked you because I feel like everyone's lives have such different, um, you know, like some people right. really are overwhelmed by their clothes or their closet or they never clean anything out. Or, and then you have people that are really overwhelmed by even just doing laundry or people that are o- really overwhelmed, like you said, about even going through bills. Or, I mean, there's, there's mm-hmm. so many micro things that we, we kind of procrastinate and procrastination is really the killer. So, that yes. is, you know, that is something that hangs over our heads. So, you know, I, I first like to hear what people are, you know, kind of wanting to focus on in their life because I feel like the best tool that I've ever used for myself and with my clients is to mm-hmm. think about your future self and say to yourself, like, Danielle, what, okay, if I, what can I get done today so that my mm-hmm. life, Danielle's life is easier two days from now so that at mm-hmm. the end of the week in two days, you know, I think about my future self and say, hey, would my future self like me right now to do laundry? Probably. <laughs> you know? Probably. Or would my future self like for me to get this email out of the way so it's not hanging over my head all day, you know, for work? Yeah, probably. So, you know, when it comes to procrastination and the micro things of, of managing mm-hmm. your time, it's really important to ask yourself that question. Would my future self 
be happier if I did this now? And most of the time it's yes. And then honestly, sometimes I, I, I'm like, did I do that? Oh, I did do that. Oh, thank you. I like, thank myself because it's really, it, it is those micro things. So you have to first identify what is important to you, whether that's every week cleaning out your closet or if it's every week, mm-hmm. you know, doing your laundry. Some people don't care about certain things. So it's important to identify first for each one of us. That's why I always, I think everything is individualized. I can't speak to what's important to everyone because we all have different things that are important to us. Exactly. I mean, you would think that the closet or something like that wouldn't be that important to me, but I'm not ready for meetings if I can't find those shoes. I'm not ready to do my paperwork but that's if important I have to you. mail right. and know when something, it's very important. And what, what would you recommend for people who have families? I don't have children. So some people, it's yeah. overwhelming just to try to spend time. I mean, how do they, how does someone in recovery, and we'll talk more about your going into recovery in a moment, but how does someone in recovery who does have children or who does have all of these other things pulling at their time, a boss or, you know, a job that they go to every day instead of working for themselves. How do they manage all of that and make sure they make time for their children without feeling yeah. overwhelmed and, and losing time in another area? Right. I think that that's a really great question. And that's why I, I encourage people first to have the self-care in the mornings. I, I really, I do. And I know okay. everybody, like you said, has different schedules, but I, I think that Self-care should come in the beginning of the day because, you, you like mm-hmm. you said, the circadian rhythms, our bodies actually are storing energy as we sleep. And so when we wake up in the morning, we actually have more energy to go do that workout, take that walk, do the run, do the mm-hmm. writing, do the meditation. Yeah, we're, we're more alert. We're more rested. And it, it actually serves us better versus at the end of the day, you know, you know, so first take care of yourself. If you have children, like you asked me, I, I would encourage mm-hmm. you to set aside an hour to spend with them no matter what, because I always feel like a good 60 minutes feels, I mean, or more, but I mean, at a minimum on a busy day, to really right. tune with your children on an emotional level is important. And, and they feel like, you know, that they're, they are also important um, and, and worthy of the attention. So an hour for a busy day is really good, just no, no matter what, non-negotiable. And that's, again, going back to the pie chart. Think about what is non-negotiable. Your children, your own health, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. maybe a work or a task or something that needs to be done um, in a certain amount of time. But to keep it to, like, you know, four things a day to really do. I mean, I, I don't think people need to do ten things in a day. And, and for the things no. that don't get done... You know, schedule that in the, on the weekends when you can. But no matter what, if you start to make these things non-negotiable, like brushing your teeth, then you do it. You know, you don't miss right. brushing your teeth every morning, so why should you miss, No. you know, taking that walk? Or why should you miss making breakfast for your family? Or using that time in the morning, too, right after you, you take care of yourself or you do a meditation to have a meal. I mean, that's always a great way to spend time with the people you love. I love that. And I love that you make it non-negotiable. I love the way you phrase that because... There's no room for negotiating if something is for your self-care, your best interest, your children's best interest, your loved one, your partner, everyone in your life. Everything will get done if you put those things first. And the circadian rhythm is exactly correct. If I work out at night, I can't sleep. So I know it doesn't need to be in the morning. And plus, I'll find a million reasons during the day that I can't get to it. So the morning tends to be the time for self-care. I think you're really right there and helped me an awful lot myself. So I yeah, I mean, that. people are more, more likely, you know, their brains are tired and their body's tired. And at the end of the day, usually a lot of a lot of energy is exuded and emotional energy is used. So, you know, when you're emotionally drained, it's not the, the first thing you want to do is kind of restore and relax, not to go, you know, work out usually or, right. or do something like that. 
Right. And I, I think in recovery also just to make sure you're not taxing yourself to a degree where you're overwhelmed because that can lead to something I want to talk about. After we take a brief break, I'd like to talk about relapse and I'd like to talk about your recovery. And I'd like to mm-hmm. speak to you a little bit about what you think that stems from and how we can prevent that and, and how we can use it when it does occur. So let's come back and discuss that. We'll be right back in just a moment. Please stay tuned. And we'll be back to speak to Erica Erica Spiegelman about her book. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Can you think of anybody who does not want a better life and to be a better person? Think about that for a second. Almost everyone wants to be better, but how does one go about doing that? One thing that is making people better every week is tuning in to the Self-Improvement Show with Dr. Irene Conlon. All real change comes from within, but many of us don't know where to find the information or guidance we need to make the changes that bring about the improvement. Most of us don't know how to work within. Listen Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit VoiceAmerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Now there's a new destination for video content, VoiceAmerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are tuned in to The Real Deal with Danielle Delaney. If you'd like to connect with Danielle, feel free to send an email to therealdealwithdanielle at gmail.com. That's therealdealwithdanielle at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. 
Hi, this is Danielle Delaney, and you're back with The Real Deal with Danielle Delaney. And I'm speaking with Eric Spiegelman today about her book, Rewired, A Bold New Approach to Addiction and Recovery. Hello again, Erica. Hello. I'm so happy to be here with you today. I'm so glad that you are. So let's talk a little bit about your own experience and your own addiction and recovery. And I'm sure this book is born from your experiences. So let's talk a little bit about what you went through so that people can relate. Yeah. Well, I I absolutely have learned um, through my own experience, you know, really how to kind of rise from the darkness. I I went through a very dark period myself. I started to experiment very, you know, lightly with pod and alcohol, you know, at 13 years old, which just, you know, at that age as a teenager, if you start to implement those habits, those habits kind of stick around. So, um, you know, I got got through that time and and still just, you know, um, experimenting and then went to college. And, And the college I went to was yeah, party school. I think most colleges are these days, and and really right. became uh, a daily activity. Which, you know, I started to notice myself looking forward to it. Kind of my mm-hmm. days to revolve around when the first drink would start. And you know, there was just there was just a intuitive voice that always spoke up to me, like this is a problem, Erica. You like this too much. You like this more than others. Or I, I just knew <laughs> yes. it was an issue. Um, until it really became an issue that I, I you know, uh, couldn't run away from and and really became physically addicted to, um, you know, to alcohol and, and had a lot of the physical symptoms of shaking all the time and anxiety mm. and, and people noticing and slurring. And my parents were always, you know, worried. And, you know, there was a lot of um, internal consequences that came up from my drinking. And so uh, mm. after a very long period of, of darkness and a lot of, you know, trying to do some soul searching, which is hard to do when you're hijacked by uh, a drug like alcohol. Right. Um, yeah. So I, I finally did have my my family stepped in and said, you know, we can't watch this go on any longer. And I and I was ready at that point to really just like, you know, kind of surrender in a way. And, right. uh, and that's what happened. I, I did. I got help and went to a treatment center and began the journey of uh, wellness and, and sobriety and went back to school eventually at UCLA and, and studied addiction therapy and counseling and okay. uh, understood the brain a bit more. And then also just, just began to explore myself, mindfulness and meditation and exercise and, uh, and, and reading tons and treating myself kindly and positive self-talk and all these things. And as I began counseling people as time went on, I started to mm-hmm. see really what, what the fundamental you know, what the fundamental values could be for everybody if they're on this path. And, and, I, and, and I really felt like there was a need to explain to people, too, what authenticity mm-hmm. was. And, and I started to see a lot what was mattering uh, in people's recovery. And, and then from there came Re- Rewired, and I wrote that book based on my experiences as a, as a counselor at that point. Well, you're amazing. Your recovery is amazing. Thank you. And it's you're welcome. And it is one of those things that it's just, you do radiate beauty, you radiate health. It just comes from you oh, naturally. You. It truly does. And you're welcome. Thank you. It's honest to God truth. And I always recognize that in you. And I think so many people can benefit from your book. And I find with clients as well, you know, I have a sober companioning company and mm-hmm. I send people to my, to my clients all over the world. And there is a chronic nature to some people's alcoholism. And uh, you know, we'd be remiss not to address that that does tend to happen for some people, not everyone, but for mm-hmm. some people. 
And I wanted right. to address the relapses and the slips and what mm-hmm. could be underlying that and what do you feel mm-hmm. needs to be done next? I, I always look at breakdowns as a breakthrough, but um, life yes. is always session. Life is in session, so things happen in people's lives and it can yes. lead to, to that, that separation from your, from your authentic self. What do you think that's about and what do you think is the next step for clients or patients or any individual listening to not feel lost and like they're a loser because this happened? Yeah, that's such a great topic to discuss and and great questions that you asked because I really believe that... um, it, you know, that relapse could be a breakthrough, and I, I, like you said, and it's uh, also, you know, it's my responsibility to also speak up around the labels and stigma that that word creates, even, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we have, I have people that come into my office that have, you know, eight months of recovery, or two years, or, or you know, ten years, or, you know, uh, I was looking mm-hmm. at someone today that's ten, ten years, and he relapsed, and it's like, does that ten years just go away? Should he just throw another... Six, six months or a year of his life away because he's now in a shame cycle or does he just get back up and say, listen, I'm human. I'm, I, I had something go on. Right. I'm emotional. I didn't handle it the right way. But yeah, I'm, I'm back up and I'm going to try again. You know, yeah, I had a couple of drinks after 10 years, but does that mean that all that energy, all that time, all that emotional sobriety has just gone away? No. You know, it hasn't. Right. Um, it's, right. it's not that I encourage people to relapse because I think the emotional pain is is, is too significant, but at the same time, I really think we need to be very mindful of to stop yes. labeling relapse as, as a devastation that has to be the end of the world and that we're starting over again. We're not starting over again. We're, re, we're restarting, you know? I like that. It's continuing. It's continuing on a path that you just kind of swerved. You zigged when you meant to zag, and it's time to just get back on and get back on task, get back on the path, and get back to searching for that authenticity and continuing on your yeah. path. It's, it's like you. a diet. Like just because you're on a diet and and you have a one day of binging on, you know, by accident, you know, you go on a diet and right. you tell yourself, you know, I'm going to stick to this for a couple weeks, and then one one night you, you see pizza and you have, you know, whatever, and you binge on something. Does that mean that all like the the 20 pounds you did lose, you know, you should just now regain because you had one oh, I like day that. of bad eating no you don't do that you know you get back up the next morning and you're like okay I'm back to my salads and juicing or whatever you know it's right. and so I mean I think we're really hard on ourselves when it comes to that I think so too I agree with that I think people really beat themselves up and I think you know I, I find AA to be helpful I find Al-Anon to be extremely helpful but I don't think they're the only way I think there are so many yes. other pathways to recovery and to staying in recovery and staying strong mm-hmm. in your recovery. And I think a lot of that is also something I want to talk to you about is, mm-hmm. is, um, is detaching with love from the chaos in your life or from toxic mm-hmm. friendships, romantic relationships, family, just entanglements that are some examples of problems in people's lives where they least expected it. How can people mm-hmm. cope with that? What's your advice about detaching from some chaos and, and toxicity in people's mm-hmm. lives? What can be helpful? Mm-hmm. How can that be done? Well, it, it's a great question, and I think that it, it's important to take a look at, well, A, if it's people in your life, to, to ask yourself, do I feel guilted? Do I feel anxious? Do I feel stressed when someone's around? Do I feel, um, do I feel unworthy? Do I not feel validated? You know, like, if any of those kind of signals kind of come up when you're around somebody, I would absolutely work with a the therapist to, to create boundaries with them or discuss just 
how to how to kind of end those relationships. I mean, I think not every relationship is meant to go on forever. Things expire, and right. I think we're really right. we're we're really not used to like that expiration date on relationships. Like we are with our milk in their fridge, you know. Like it's <laughs> it's it's just this is time to this is not serving me anymore. I'm feeling especially when you get sober, you change your life in so many ways. The energy feels so much more clearly and you have to really, you know, ask yourself those, those hard questions. Like, does this person bring out the best in me or do they make me feel like every time I'm around them, I'm stressed. They're always negative. They make me feel guilted. And if that's the case, then, you know, to say, I wish you well, you've served me while you were supposed to serve me. And now I have to move forward, you know, and when someone leaves your life, it's because someone else is going to come in. You know, I think you're right. I think it's that when you lose, don't lose that lesson. There are things I've learned from people in my life and vice versa. I think I contributed something to theirs at that point, but they absolutely cannot continue to be in my life. If it's incongruent with who I am or if it's betraying that voice inside me and you're tolerating behavior that's not really appropriate, but it's just so that you can keep status quo and you don't want to, uh, to really discuss it. But I think there's a kind of a communication breakdown when you become sober and when you're living mm-hmm. clear, you see things differently and you have changed and it's not a bad thing. I think it's fine mm-hmm. that people do have a difficulty with moving on to that next step and letting go of things that don't resonate with their truth, with who they really are. So mm-hmm. I think it's important to address that. I really do. I think it's part of the self-care. And I love in your book, you have something I'd actually like to read, if you don't mind. <laughs> I think it's nothing mm-hmm. short of brilliant. It said... Um, it's about self-care. It says, as your brain makes the mental switch from how can I punish or harm myself to how can I love myself, you will start investing in your new lifestyle with all the enthusiasm and passion you once reserved for using. Instead of boasting about how much you drank over the weekend, you may find yourself showing off the amazing new pillows you bought that make you sleep like an angel. It's all a matter mm-hmm. of perspective, but one thing is certain, learning to value yourself as precious, lovable, and worthy of, ex- of exquisite kindness. I love that is a solid mm-hmm. step toward long-term sobriety. And I found that to be fantastic. So mm-hmm. thank you thank for you. some of the words you've written here. I think it can really be helpful to people who are trying to step away from your damaging relationships and damaging situations. And that oxygen mask analogy that's always been a favorite of mine, you've got that in there as well. And I'd love mm-hmm. it if you would tell what that is about the, you know, yourself. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, to put the oxygen mask on yourself before you put it on others is just, you know, it's the basic self-care kind mm-hmm. of mantra. It's like, you know, and, and also just you when you're reading that too, it's 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 amazing how this like positive, it's like we get into these positive loops and negative loops in our lives. And I think the positive, right. once you start to really take care of yourself, you feel good, your choices, and then, you know, let's say you... You go to bed at a certain time, you wake up early in the morning, you feel good, then that, that, like, you know, probably you would want to go and make a nice breakfast yourself, and the next step would be to go, you know, take care of what you need to take care of. You know, there's just, there's so much, um, there's so many different ways in which we could kind of, like, take care of ourselves in new ways and then congratulate ourselves after we do something good. You have to become your own champion. You have to be your own best friend. Positive self-talk mm-hmm. sounds silly and cheesy. I mentioned this in the book too, but we have to begin to do that <laughs> as well. Like, you know, you have to really, you know, say, 
good job, babe, or you're strong. I mean, it's when we're little, we were taught to pat ourselves on the back, you know, in school. Right. Give yourself a pat on the back. But as adults, we don't do that as much. We're always hard and we're always focused on what we did wrong or what's going wrong in our lives instead of what's going right, you know. So I I really do believe in... in That's absolutely true. Yeah, it's when we start these new, when we start these new lifestyles to, to, to begin with that kind of like self the most important, I think, ever. I, I think it's, it's, it's almost, it's number one, you know. I think you're right. I think you're right. I think that putting the oxygen mask on yourself analogy, it, it resonates with me so much because it is what they say on the airplane. But it's also, if you have small children, if you have clients, I mean, as, as mental health care practitioners, we have to yeah. take care of ourselves or we honestly are not well to take care of someone else, right. and it will come through. It will bleed into your practice. And um, yeah. I think that for everyone, it will bleed into your work, whoever you may be and whatever your career is, and it just sort of mm-hmm. bleeds into your life and into your friendships and into your relationships. Everything you do is tainted by that if you're not taking care of yourself first. So I really yeah, because then all, all the confidence that, that comes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, the constant that comes with it and the positive self-talk, I don't find it cheesy at all. I honestly think that if we can, I mean, if you're not for yourself, then who will be for you? You've got to be for yourself first. Thank God I did that today. I did a great job and got that organized and put that together. You have to celebrate your victories. And that brings me to, to talking about how we celebrate our victories and how we praise ourselves. Because back in the old days, it was with a drink. And that's something yeah. we've, that I think anyone in recovery has to unlearn, that that's not the way to celebrate everything and every milestone and everything. It doesn't have to be about damaging yourself or dulling or numbing yourself. You can continue to shine mm-hmm. and celebrate the changes in your life. And how do you go about that and celebrating yourself? What do you celebrate yeah. with? How do you enjoy um, that victory in your life? What do you do and what would you recommend? Well, I, I, you know, when I was first getting sober in the beginning stages, because now I'm, you know, nine years in, and it's it's, it's changed as the years have gone on. But I, I would first mm-hmm. celebrate with, honestly, chocolate. I would celebrate with baths. <laughs> um, going to, you know, going and, and getting, you know, buying new music. Um, you know, probably getting something like the farmer's market, it sounds silly, but big flowers or big groceries and, you know, treating myself with healthy things, Um, Mm -hmm. going on trips and traveling, um, taking a cooking class. I mean, there's so much. I I do a whole group on, you know, healthy ways we could reward ourselves. There's just so much versus just going to a bar and drinking. I mean, that's not really going to fulfill you. That's not even celebrating not even right, celebrating right. yourself. It's actually deadening yourself to everything that you just accomplished, and it exactly. puts a damper on it. It doesn't, it doesn't lift it up. It takes it down. So I think it's such right. a good, appropriate time to be talking about all of this, too. Um, April was Alcohol Awareness Month, and I'd love to talk some more about that. Uh, we'll come back and discuss Alcohol Awareness Month. It was April, but we're in right. May, and I will continue to talk about Alcohol Awareness Month in May because it's that important. So let's take a break, yeah. and we'll come back and speak some more with Erica Spiegelman. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. 
we're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Can you think of anybody who does not want a better life and to be a better person? Think about that for a second. Almost everyone wants to be better, but how does one go about doing that? One thing that is making people better every week is tuning in to the Self-Improvement Show with Dr. Irene Conlon. All real change comes from within, but many of us don't know where to find the information or guidance we need to make the changes that bring about the improvement. Most of us don't know how to work within. Listen Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit VoiceAmerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are tuned in to The Real Deal with Danielle Delaney. If you'd like to connect with Danielle, feel free to send an email to therealdealwithdanielle at gmail.com. That's therealdealwithdanielle at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Hi, you're back on with... uh your host, Danielle Delaney, and this is my show, which is The Real Deal with Danielle Delaney. And the spotlight today is on Erica Spiegelman, and um, she is the author of Rewired, A Bold New Approach to Addiction and Recovery. And Erica, I would love to tell listeners where they can reach you and where they can find you. So why don't you tell me that? Well, thank you for having me. And yes, um, they can reach me um, at, well, they could come on my website to, to get a hold of me. It's ericaspiegelman.com. It's E-R-I-C-A-S is in Sam, P is in Paul, I-E-G-E-L-M-A-N at, oh, I'm sorry, dot com. So that's ericaspiegelman.com. Or they could find me on Instagram or Twitter at Erica Spiegelman. So 
um, anywhere on social media, but, but if they want to, you know, I do counseling um, with clients all over the, the country via Skype and, and phone sessions, and I also, you know, work with treatment centers um, as a clinician in Los Angeles. But I'm available if people want to do a 15-minute consultation. I give people um, a free 15-minute consultation just to kind of assess where they're at. And mm-hmm. sometimes people that have read my book, it's nice to connect with um, if they have any questions, and I'm more than happy to do that. Wonderful. And your book is available on Amazon, is that correct? It's Am- yeah, Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and any retailer out there. It's, um, I have a great publisher, and they, uh, they have gone it pretty much in, in a lot of bookstores, so anywhere and online. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. So that book is Rewired, A Bold New Approach to Addiction and Recovery, which is available everywhere. And uh, to reach me, Danielle Delaney, you can email me at the real deal with Danielle, the real deal with Danielle at gmail.com, or you can go to my website, which is Danielle Delaney Counseling, C-O-U-N-S-E-L-I-N-G, at gmail.com. And I'd love to talk to you some more, Erica, about the fact that it was a Alcohol Awareness Month in April, and now if we're into May, I'm going to continue mm-hmm. to talk about it because it is the number one uh, public social problem in the United States, and it needs to be addressed. So I would love to discuss it. It's underrated, and the awareness is it, it's underreported. People don't really know who is an alcoholic, but Alcohol Awareness Month is celebrated every April, and the National Council on Alcoholism and Drug Dependence has been organizing that since 1987 to talk to people about alcohol consumption and how it can harm them. And I just want to bring some awareness to that. So let's talk a little bit about... Uh, the symptoms of alcoholism. And when people are looking to perform a self-assessment, that there's that acronym CAGE. And I'd love to talk to you about what CAGE stands for, C-A-G-E. So let's talk about that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, we'll C see. Well, is for cutting down. So let's talk about cutting down. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think well, just, just quickly, I think it's important for people to, to know because I think the number one question I get is, 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 how do I know that I have a problem? Well, if there's negative consequences in your life because of your drinking, mm-hmm. then there's probably a problem. So negative consequences being someone that loves you has mentioned that you're treating them differently, you're isolating, you have physical symptoms mm-hmm. like shaking, you can't cut down, you drink more than you intend to drink, you act in ways right. in which you are not proud of, um, you're late right. to work, your health has suffered, your sleeping suffered. I mean, these are all consequences. So... I mean, ask yourself that, number one. Right. I agree with that, and I think that's me being cut down. Some people try to cut down, and they find that, oh, well, it kind of creeps back in. It's a special occasion. It's after work drinks. It's what have you, and they can't seem to cut down. So I think that is when you can't take it in hand, that it's become a problem. And then um, looking for the A, which is annoyed, which isn't just annoying others. It's when you've annoyed yourself and you're having the G, which is guilt. But your, your drinking is becoming a nuisance. It's becoming an annoyance. You're hearing about it from people. It's not just a normal, normal occurrence. It's something is happening where, where there's inappropriate behavior. You're upsetting your life. You're upsetting the lives of others. And things mm-hmm. are just not, not going according to plan. And then the G being guilt. And I don't like people to feel guilty. I don't want clients to feel guilty. But it does mean when you're opening your eyes in the morning, which is the E, the eye opener, and you realize that you're getting drunk at every opportunity, you're drinking in the morning, you're having so many problems, you are annoying people, you just have normalized it in your life and you can't seem to stop. 
I think that's an excellent indicator that something needs to be done. And mm. I recommend calling treatment centers, calling counselors, Googling people like yourself or myself, and discussing mm-hmm. it, doing that 15-minute intake to talk about what might be the next necessary step. So anything you'd recommend, I would love you to put, have some input on what you think about that, what you think people yeah. do when they realize there may be a problem. What do people yeah. do? What should they do? Okay, well, I, I think that people should absolutely um, reach out to a counselor, a therapist, um, or, or look even into a treatment center just to, to be able to do an assessment with somebody to see if you, you know, your, your drinking is so problematic that you really should be getting help. If you're asking yourself that question, you probably do have a problem. You know, if, if, exactly. and, and that's the, and that's the thing is like, there's, you know, there's so, there's a, which I, I call a continuum of alcohol okay. behaviors. So there's people that are dependent. Mm-hmm. There's people that are binge drinkers. There's people that are alcohol drinking alcoholically. There's people that are, um, you know, that have that two or three drinks, but they do it every night. You know, I mean, and and like maybe right. it's just getting in, maybe it's just getting in way in the way really of their motivation in their day to day life. But it's not really having you know an impact on their relationships per se or their work or their functioning. Fine, there's those functional alcoholics too. So, you know, right. it's, it's just so many. Right. There's so many different ways in which we label ourselves and then we label ourselves something that feels somewhat appropriate or that gives us that excuse to continue on drinking. But that's not, you know, we can't lie to ourselves. And this is the part that I think is important. If you feel like you're betraying yourself, that there's self-betrayal, so you wake up in the morning, Mm. you know in your heart you're not living the Mm -hmm. life you want to live and that you're out with the alcohol intake is affecting you in some way. That's when you have to, you know, literally just, Try and, and, and be honest with yourself. I think that's perfect. I think that's perfect advice because it's, it's that honesty with yourself that's going to bring you back to yourself. And it is a betrayal of yourself. I love the way you word that because when people are acting out and they're doing things that make them feel they're betraying themselves, their true self, and yeah. it adds to secondary addictions like food addiction, sex addiction, gambling, shopping, smoking. Some people don't smoke unless they drink. And that's a, a right. habit that can be so brutal to your health. And uh, yeah. it's just everything, your judgment is off. You don't have the same judgment calls that you would have when you're at your, at your highest vibration and taking care of yourself. And yeah. there's another way to live. And I just like people to be inspired to improve and to realize that there are other ways to live. You don't have to look for escapes. You can actually enjoy who you are and what you're doing every day. There's another way to mm-hmm. live. And it's there. And I think that, mm-hmm. um, you know, Alcohol Awareness Month was perfect time to talk about that. And I just had to pull it into May as well because it doesn't end in April. I think we always need to have that awareness and, and lead other people to it since we've been through it ourselves to just realize that yes. it's boring. There's other ways to celebrate. There's other things in life. And, and that betrayal of yourself, not having, not having that, that authenticity in your life, not feeling like you were, when you're lying, the white lies, you talk about that in your book as well, having to tell lies and cover up, it just takes such yeah. a toll on you and it doesn't have to be that way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, especially, you know, it, it's the web of lies, I think, I, I, I discussed in a couple different chapters, but I mean, it, it does, it begins to really haunt us and, and I think that, you know, one negative behavior leads to the next negative behavior, which leads to drinking yeah. or using or or acting out in a way which, you know, we're not proud of. And then, you know, yeah. most of the, 
Most of the time, though, we, we kind of know, I think, in our core that something's off. It's just a matter of, um, you know, really getting outside help to kind of probably push you to the next step to take a look at your life and, and change it. Because really the mind that gets us to the problem, mm-hmm. like they say, is not the mind that's going to fix it. Exactly. Exactly. And I just appreciate you so much. Your book is fantastic, Erica. Your journey is fantastic. I love that you've shared it with everyone. It's really remarkable. Everything you've accomplished, you're welcome. You are a trailblazer and a leader and inspirational. And it's just tremendous to have you on today. And I want to reiterate where you are reachable. Absolutely. And Danielle, just want to give you, you, thank you for the work you do. And really, you've helped so many thousands of people. And you touch my life every time I talk to you. And and really are lighting the way yourself. So I just wanted to congratulate you on that, too. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. We can have a little love fest later. We will do that. Yes, <laughs> yes. You're, you're people can so find me at, at ericaspiegelman.com. Rewired is on Amazon, uh, barnesandnoble.com. You can get it on Kindle, uh, some maybe local bookstores in Barnes and & Noble. Um, and, and you can get a hold of me, and I, and I also send uh, signed copies to, to people that would like that option uh, through my website at ericaspiegelman.com. Wonderful. And you're available on all social media, as am I. And um, mm-hmm. it's, uh, I'm reachable at DanielleDelaneyCounseling.com or at the real deal with Danielle at gmail.com. And thank you so much for joining me again today. And everyone, please tune in. I'll have different topics every week, and we'll be on every Tuesday. So uh, thank you so much. And this is The Real Deal with Danielle Delaney. Have a great day. Thanks for joining us this week. Be sure to catch The Real Deal with Danielle Delaney live every Tuesday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We can't wait for you to see what's in store next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.